0: From Los Angeles, California, this is BurnCast and I'm the bomb. Happy Tutu Tuesday and welcome to today's show. In today's episode, we speak to members of the community about how they got their Playa names. But first, as always, we'll start off with the BurnCast Community Bulletin Board. First up, for those of you who tried to tune into our Skypecast last week, there were obviously issues. I was the moderator of that Skypecast, but my login was rejected repeatedly during the scheduled time slot, and it simply didn't happen. I guess that's why the feature is still in beta. As things turned out, we had a small but friendly conference call with some members of the LabWorks crew and some of our listeners. Now, we're going to try to reschedule another Skypecast at a future date, so stay tuned. Second up, a very special thanks to Grant Gordon from Daly City, California, who made a donation to BurnCast. Now, BurnCasts are offered as a service to the community to help keep the spirit of Burning Man alive year-round. But folks, bandwidth expenses are really starting to accumulate here. With over 32 hours worth of podcasts, our download volume is significant. Now, I know some of you would throw down $20 just to go to a burner party or event like the Dustfish fundraiser. So why not for Burncast? If you would like to see Burncast continue to roll out every 2-2-Tuesday, we can't do it without some help. In fact, If every person who downloaded BurnCast donated at least $20, it would totally help recover our expenses from last season and help fund this season's episodes. So to contribute to our productions, log on to BurnCast.net and click on the support tab. And we can't thank you enough. We really need your help. So thank you. Okay, that about wraps up the BurnCast Community Bulletin Board. So let's move on. In today's episode, we asked some folks how they got their playa names. All the conversations you're about to hear were recorded throughout the week of Burning Man 2006. That is all but the first one, which was recorded the weekend of San Francisco DCOM.
1: I'm in San Francisco, California with... Katherine Beckvar. What's your playa name? Catherine the Great. How is Catherine the Great a playa name? I mean, it's not that much different than your default name. Well, my
2: philosophy about playa names is I'm the same person no matter where I go. I, I am Catherine. And it's. I feel like a lot of people use playa names as, to create a, a different character for themselves. And, you know, that's great. And I have no complaint about that. But I feel like... In some respects it can also be a, a mask or a, a sort of not false but just not completely authentic because I've done I've done things like Renaissance Fair and and I belly dance and people have like their stage names and in some respects it's a show and I think choosing another name for yourself is partially about calling yourself into being another person or another kind of you know so you you choose a name based on the qualities that you are want to bring out in yourself mm-hmm. and emphasize mm-hmm. and have people sort of relate to you as you know because like who wouldn't want to change their name in high school and be like somebody else you know a different different person entirely who did you want to be in high school <laughs> <laughs> who did I want to be in high school I wanted to be I think I just I wanted to be Catherine I don't know I wanted to be Catherine like four years older <laughs> So um, I wanted to be done. I graduated early from high school, so I just like had to get the hell out of there. I mean, I grew up in Texas, so do you blame me? <laughs>
1: <sighs> there are some very cool burners that go to Burning Man. I happen to know several.
2: <laughs> yeah, that are from se- Texas. Yeah, yeah, there I, there are. They're just not. They're not from El Paso. Trust oh. me. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, and I I think that, that that choosing a name for yourself is, is an admirable thing because you're acknowledging that you, you know, want to be something else. I think that, that the, the unspoken rule about ply names is that it's a name that someone else gives to you, but it is also a, a name that you take on. How I got mine was I, it was actually not, it was not at burning man, but it was, we were, I think we were getting getting dressed for a party or something, and, and I had, I was wearing a tiara, a light-up tiara that I'd made, and this wonderful guy that I know named Shakti, who's just so expressive and delightful, and um, he does, he's sort of the, the we, I nicknamed him the deity of the Church of Silk, because he, he does these workshops making silk flags, and he's just such a wonderful force in the world. I had gotten dressed, and I sort of said, "Okay, I'm ready to go." And he said, "Oh, look, it's Catherine the Great," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's great," and, you know. And then his uh, our friend Red said, "Oh, that's that's your play name. That's your pioneer name." And I'm, and I'm like, you know, I don't know. Catherine the Great just sounds it sounds so pretentious and and so you know conceited. And I I, I don't like conceit. Being conceited is this awful sin or something like you know. Uh, knowing it's you know I don't know so I sort of sat with it for a few months and and thought about it and you know I I didn't I could never really feel comfortable introducing myself you know hello I'm Catherine the Great (laughs) because it just didn't seem quite right until I actually earned my master's degree (laughs) and then I thought you know I really am great. And I got a piece of paper to ta- to show me that, you know, to tell me that I am a master of something. <laughs>
1: so I thought... And what are you a master of?
2: Oh, I'm a master of Latin American Studies. No. <laughs> or rather a master of arts, which I, I think is kind of cooler, but in Latin American Studies. I think that the best, the, the best thing that came from that is that, that feeling of greatness. And, and my philosophy on it is that you know yes there there's the part where I'm I'm Catherine and I'm consistently Catherine no matter where I go and you know I don't have to remember like part of it is I, I just can't remember stuff I'm, I don't have the world's best memory so like <laughs> you don't remember what world I I, I don't want to you know be like oh okay I'm um who's what's and I'm in this world and I'm you know in this world and I you know I don't want to do that so I <laughs> I started introducing myself as Catherine the Great and for me What what greatness implies is it's not just you know that I that I am am objectively awesome or that I'm trying to sort of be that conceited person but it's this sense that I am almost obligated to take the high road you know I because I am sort of
1: noblesse noblesse oblige
2: yeah something like that exactly that that you know I I want to do right by the people in my in my life Mm -hmm. I want to have integrity I want to do what I say. I want to um, you know, keep my promises and, and just you know, be this this smiling force of goodness in the world. So that's that's what I think that's what my planning means to me.
1: Could you tell me how to pronounce your playa name and how you got it? <laughs>
3: Spectabilis. Um, my real name is Chris, but every variation of it was taken up. I used to be really big into online communities, um...
1: Drink! You listen to the show, right?
3: No, I, It's, well, I, I've I've heard a couple, but not um, all of right. them. Every time I say community? Oh, okay, well, I don't have a drink, otherwise that would be two right there. Um, I used to be big into online communities, but before that, yeah, I used to be a hack. Um, really? Yeah. And the variation of my name was Anarchris. But then people came along and, and, and kind of adopted that. And all sorts of I mean, It's a popular one now, so I needed something new. And uh, I used to like growing uh, orchids. So I was just, I had to pick a new name. Picked out the first book that was in front of me, it was on growing orchids. And Spectabilis was one of the family names of one of the species, and I just liked it. So that's what I chose. It was pretty, pretty quick. But also, I can abbreviate it for people and just say "spec." So, being technical, yeah, it works both ways. I'm practical in that way.
4: <clears throat> I'm too
3: practical in that way.
1: Yeah. Anything cool about this particular orchid?
3: Showy. I think it was the the genus name of types that are overly colorful or showy, and I'm not. I <laughs> don't. No, I'm not. I'm very <laughs> subdued. I'm partially colorblind, so oh. yeah. Um maybe it was just conversation, huh? What do you think?
5: My name is my play name is Astronauti and my friend James named me Astronauti because I was going to my first circuit party which is a big gay party after I broke up with my lover after 10 years and it was my big coming out party and I it was a white party and I knew I needed to wear something white and I wanted it to be something that really represented me and not just like an angel wings or something like that and I've always been into space travel and I said what if I was an astronaut like a sexy astronaut. And my friend James says, You mean like astronauty? And I went, Yes, exactly like astronauty. And I have been astronauty ever since. And my second year at Burning Man, I did a show called Sexual Misadventures in Outer Space, the astronauty show, where lasers shot out of my crotch. And then uh, two years later, I did a show at the Liquid Diet Lounge as Astronauti as well, so... But I'm Astronauti all the time, not just at Burning Man. Everyone knows me as Astronauti, or his, his naughtiness, as some people refer to it. And I, I tend to live up to my reputation. So, that's my play name, and my f- lovely friend James, who was here at Burning Man this year, named me Astronauti, and um, it's, who I've, it's who I... Um, it's just who I've become. My other name has become secondary to Astronauti. My other name is someone that my mother named me, but astronauty is who I really am.
1: About you, let's talk. Thank you, you.
0: Okay, just tell me your play name and uh, how you got it.
4: My play name is Whisper and I met all my buddies from nuclear family and we we're all getting together for a big trip down to Mexico. I was really looking forward to getting to meet everybody. On our drive down, I got laryngitis and completely lost my entire voice. While I was down in Mexico, I, I had a choice, hope or fear. And I got to choose to interact with people with just being listening instead of being upset about the situation. And it was a really neat space of getting to know everybody and being a listener. And they gave me the name Whisper before they'd ever even heard my voice. And then when they heard my voice, and actually what's funny is right now I actually have lost half my voice. But my voice really doesn't sound like Whisper, because I actually have a pretty deep voice. And, uh, but it really sticks because it's more than just that incident. It's, it's my soul, it's my, that I, I'm deeper than just the external. And there, there's something deeper than that. And I think I really like being able to share that with people. So. That's it.
1: And you want to talk about your hope and fear for for the planet, the culture, the community,
0: yourself.
4: Well, hope and fear for me are is all about choice. We have a choice to make when something happens to go into fear and go into reaction or go into hope and go into action, an action about what we can do for our future instead of complaining about the past. Yeah.
6: Thank
1: you very much.
4: Thank you.
6: Hi, you just approached me on the playa, and we're currently sitting under black light, and you're glowing. What is your name? I'm the bomb. <laughs> de-bomb. No, the bomb. The bomb. Oh, I can see you are the bomb, yo. Well <laughs> uh, nice to meet you, the bomb. Nice. My player name is Tagger and I got the name because I tag people's psyche and I, like it wasn't like I chose to do that, just a lot of people started telling me that, like I mean that, that they had like that the things that I do make them have like weird dreams and stuff. Like uh, multiple people told me this and so it like sort of evolved into tagger and so now I mean the psyche tagging, I can't do consciously, but I do tag. So it's like I tag with my uh, Sharpie and write like messages related to metaphysical topics on various places around the playa, so that's
1: it. How did you get your playa name?
6: My playa name is really my initials. Oh. Josh Belson, JB. Yeah, it's easy. Basically there's a lot of Joshs in the fire spinning community, so I had to go by JB. Uh, no. Yeah,
1: we're, in a tea- we're in a tea temple, we have to drink. Either. What's your name?
7: Nine years. My name is Ernest.
1: How come you don't have a play name?
7: We're too cool for play names. We have nothing to hide.
6: This is my friend Mark.
7: Mark, what's your play name?
6: No, I don't have a play name.
1: Yeah, see? see? Don't need a play name. I know Mark is Quinn. Okay, well, yeah. But you're a
5: chick, so I have to give you a <laughs> different name. How does that work? Do you know where I live? (laughs) (laughs) So there you go.
3: Actually,
1: I do know where you live. I do know where you live.
5: Uh, You've been stalking me again. You've been following me.
1: You want to talk about that blog entry? Hmm? I will not be stalked.
5: Oh, God, no.
1: All right. Any other stories before we wrap this up?
7: (laughs) These are the rules at our bar, The Dusty Goddess. No furries No podcasting No shirt cocking No discussing the Heisenberg uncertainty principle No talking about Star Trek or Star Wars No taunting Canadians And no talking about what would be cool next year That's one other Oh, and no flirting with bar staff
6: Why not? Professionalism. <laughs> it's funnier that way. Okay. Um, and this is Frank from San Francisco. Um, I'm a shirt cocker. Basically, uh, what I like to do, everyone dresses in costume, and, you know, I, I'm not that stylish, and I have quite a large belly, so I just basically wear my T-shirt and camera and remove my pants so people can see my testicles, but I'm not really comfortable with them seeing my belly because it's been a while since I've done a sit-up. So, yeah, that's my playa outfit. Um, I think it works for me personally. You know, it keeps me cool during the day. You know, and lets people see my better half. Yes, I'm Frank, and I'm a shirt cocker.
0: Our final playa name took place in front of the historic porta potty number 133, and the embedded photo is by Dharma Bum. Now, if you don't know what the uh, porta potty 133 is, it was a historical marker way out in deep playa where the porta potties were, and it showed the significance of that particular porta potty. Anyway, let's listen. <laughs>
1: Okay
7: <laughs> right, you're a participant in this,
1: right? Yes, I absolutely right. am uh, I'm the bomb And it's Friday morning, August 1st at 9.30am I'm What's standing on? in front of Yeah I'm standing in front of Porter Body 133 And I'm talking to uh, Steve Steve, do you have a ply name?
7: No, I don't <laughs> But I did But I abandoned it It was question 23
1: well, And how did you get that name?
7: I was hanging out with this guy. Oh, that's really close. I was hanging out with a guy over uh, at this bar in the middle of the day, and you know we we're like chatting and stuff for a couple of hours. We got to know each other a little bit, and at the end we didn't know each other's names. We're like, what's your name? I'm Steve, and he's like, oh, I'm Steve, 23. Oh, you know Steve 23. I love it. Uh, okay, right. It's his hotmail address. And that year my bike fell off the car and got smashed up on the freeway. So I was like, you know, you're right. There's a lot of Steves out here. I need to like, you know, do something special too. So um, I decided to be uh, crash or crush. And then Steve said, oh yeah, I had three crashes and four crushes. So I was like, all right, got Crush Twenty Three.
1: But how come you don't use it?
7: Well, Crush Twenty Three. I was out, and there was like this like hippie kid, and he was like, "What's your name?" And I'm like, Crush Twenty Three, and he goes, "Question Twenty Three. That's okay. cool. Yeah. So I rode with it for a while, because, like, you know.
1: So you're an Enigma.
7: <laughs> yeah, To seventeen-year-old fucking like mushroom kids. Yeah, I'm an Enigma.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> fucking with the heads of seventeen-year-old mushroom kids. Yeah, that's tough work <laughs> good job somebody's got to do it as part of their growth um, so anyway so here's your selection ready my
1: selection yeah the bomb all right okay
7: yeah you have a choice between question 23 or question
1: 24 question 23
7: good choice <laughs> how old were you when you realized you were cool there's actually a 23b that's coming too
1: I think I was 16.
7: 16? All right, question 23B is uh, the details and circumstances. Was there a moment?
1: Oh wait, actually, okay, I get it. No, um, okay. No, I was 12 years old. Back up there. I was 12 years old. I was at a school costume, um, Halloween costume contest. And I made a costume. I dressed up like a fairy. I made it all by myself. And I showed up, I felt like the biggest dork because all my friends had store-bought costumes and and they, they put a little bling on it so they could disguise it. And everybody was winning, winning, winning. And I was just sitting there going, Meah. I felt so stupid and I wanted to go home. And then they announced the grand prize winner and, and they gave me a they trophy. They gave me a trophy, and they put took my picture and put it in the paper. Beautiful. And I was like, right on. I'm in the paper. Like, and, the all my, <laughs> I, but I was secretly cool because I was still teased and, and uh, teased and abused a lot for a little bit. Right. And then I got cool once I got the right clothes and the right hairstyle.
7: Now, cool's like- <laughs> cool is the ability to stay uh, to stay uh, focused and composed under pressure when life and shit's be You know, keep her cool. Oh. Which, which is interesting. You know, I've been field testing 23 for a while, and uh, there's a gender divide. Women always come in much younger.
1: Oh, right? Yeah. That's the average age?
7: Uh, let's see, we got a three. That's actually my favorite one. Oh, okay. She knocked her dad over the head with her, like, a toy rocking chair because he wasn't paying attention to her watching a hockey game. She <laughs> was cool in the embryo stage. Um, six years old, roller skating down Venice Beach. Women are always coming much younger. Guys are like 23 when I score with a girl out of my league. <laughs> Universal.
8: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's
1: like
7: 18, to 23, totally score with a girl right. out of my league. <laughs> Which actually is cool. Like keeping your composure under pressure.
1: Yeah, right, 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 right. All right, we, um, would you like to be interviewed?
8: Um, yeah, but not about plan. But something else.
1: How about, um, I'm also doing Hope and Fear. Okay. All right. Will you help me with this one? Will you co-host this event? No. This is an intimate moment, too. Oh. <laughs> okay, this is the bomb. It's Friday morning, 9:34. We are still standing in front of Porta Potty 133 and I'm speaking to Thomas. Thomas, where are you from, Thomas?
8: I'm from San Francisco, but I have a German accent. Yeah, it's very sexy. And I have a very messy voice.
7: <laughs> you want question 15?
8: <laughs> no. Right. Yes.
1: Yes, uh, No. Question 20.
7: Question 15 is uh, What was the uh, basis of your decision to move to the place you now call home?
8: What? It's absurd. What was this you need to ask this question again.
7: What was the basis of your decision to move to the place
8: you now call home? Okay. It was the weather, it was the people, it was perceived freedom, the ocean, the mountain. My home is San Francisco.
7: Fifteen B, fifteen question. Fifteen B is uh, details and circumstances.
8: No, that's stupid. Because I need to talk about my job. I don't want to talk about my job. No, not here. Uh, you can do it like magically, like mark a measurement in
7: time somehow, <laughs> where you moved from, and uh, um, and
8: uh, and how you got here. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. So I moved here from and Frankfurt your finan- in Germany. Your condition changed. <laughs> no, let's not talk about these things.
1: I don't want to talk about finance Let's talk about hope and fear Yes Would you please tell me about your hopes and fears For your life Or for Burning Man Or for Black Rock City Or for all of the above My hope is
8: That people love each other more That All beings be happy (laughs) That we have more peace on the planet That we all find what we're looking for and I'm one of the builders of the cathedral over there. And it's a beautiful project and it belongs here. It belongs to hope and fear because we're all on a search. All 40,000 people here on a search. <sighs> Albert Einstein once said, all art, science and religions are branches of the same tree. And they come all together here for us. Right now.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. You have been listening to BurnCast, a podcast spreading the flames about the art, the culture, and the community of Burning Man. Music in today's show is from Astro Naughty. To learn more about this episode, click on our show notes at burncast.net. To contact us, call the BurnCast hotline at 206-350-1416 or leave us a message by clicking on the MyChingo recorder at our website. You can also send us an email at burncast at gmail.com. A very special thanks to Lecter of NoSpectators.com for hosting these podcasts.